Blog Talk Radio. Glam War Fearless, Diva Talk Radio. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm ready, I'm ready. love has come and gone, and we are moving on. Are you ready to dance with us, baby? Come on, baby. Hello, Divas. Are you ready? Because I'm ready to welcome you to Diva Talk Radio Diabetes Roundtable, the only diabetes radio game show dedicated to women. I'm your host, Mr. Divabetic, and I'm on a quest to glamorize good health and guide you through a whirlwind of education, inspiration, and information. Today, I'm podcasting live from the West Coast in Half Moon Bay, California. So dial these diva digits, 1-347-215-8551 with your questions or comments and visit our coast-to-coast chat room right now on the call. So for this month's Phrase of the Month, stay tuned because I'll be giving out special prizes at the end of the show. Now, help welcome the Charlie's Angels of Outreach, three of the smartest and sexiest educators from around the country to the show. Ooh la la. Hello, angels. Let's meet Hello. Jessica Isler, Judy Wilcox, and from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Neva White. Hi, Max. Hi, Max. Hi, Max. And hi, Jessica. Hi, Judy. And Neva, welcome to the show. We were just working together this weekend on the Diva Better Club. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about that program? Oh, we had a fabulous time in Philadelphia. We had an opportunity to bring... Uh, Divas throughout the Philadelphia area together to talk about uh, summer issues and diabetes. We had a podiatrist talk about summer footwear and those questions that we have about wearing sandals and specific things that we need to do for our feet, particularly because it's summertime. We also talked about some issues about diabetes and cookout, enjoying the cookout with everybody else, making healthier and smarter choices. And we also had an opportunity to have a a vegetarian cooking demonstration. So it was a very nice time had by all. And I'm so glad to be there. You want to find out about the upcoming October event, go to divabeck.org. But right now it's time to heat up with the hot topics which are coming from our friends at the Girls Guide to Diabetes.com. Are you ready, Angels, for tonight's hot topics? Bring them on, Max. We're ready. All right. Judy, you're first. Women seem to struggle with juggling responsibilities such as families, work, homes, as well as their health. What's your advice to give women who feel they don't have time, enough time for their own needs? Well, you've got to budget time for you and make a date with yourself Put it on your calendar or in your smartphone. If you're on Facebook, put a heart on your page. Every time you do something that's really good for you, like you could take a warm bath. Sometimes you think you don't have time. By by taking time for yourself, you can balance your mind, body, and spirit. And you're always taking care of everyone else, so take care of yourself. You can make yourself grow strong like a tree with many branches and arms that can wrap around yourself with love. So I think it's really important that you recognize that you have to appreciate all the moments you can experience in your life, you know, by just having a word to remind yourself, I need to take care of me. You can become more responsible for yourself. I love it. Thank you for that. Jessica, for women who feel overwhelmed while trying to change lifestyle habits in order to improve their health, 
What's the number one change you recommend starting with? Uh, well, you know, this question seems pretty simple, but it could quite possibly have one of the most complicated answers. But I promise I'll try to keep it straight and short and straightforward. But, um, you know, when it comes to making a lasting lifestyle change, there definitely is not a one-size-fits-all answer. You know, we're all about that at Divabetic. I think the best piece of advice that I can give is to evaluate what change will have the greatest impact. You know, and in order to have impact, a lifestyle change has to be directly linked to a health outcome, and you have to feel some level of confidence in your ability to make the change. Let me give you an example. If you are a soda junkie and drank a can of regular soda with each of your meals, not doing so would have a huge impact. You could potentially lose almost 50 pounds in a year, plus you would improve your triglyceride levels if that's a problem for you, and you would likely see improvement in your blood sugar control. So, if you start slow and cut back day by day rather than cold turkey, you'll feel, you know, more successful. On the other hand, if you only drink soda once in a blue moon, well, then giving it up won't have, you know, all that much impact. So we're going for impact. And the other thing I also try to encourage people to do is to focus on the positive. And by that, I mean not to zero in on the things that you need to take out of your life, which means or which winds up making you feel deprived but rather think about the things that you do want to get in daily. You know, you're focusing on that positive. You might want to strive to eat the recommended amount of vegetables daily or working on getting enough fiber in your diet. Another really great example that works for everybody is to focus on making exercise a part of your life. And that change obviously can have a huge impact, especially if you aren't really that active right now. And there are lots of ways to get moving and stay motivated that you're bound to be successful if you go about it the right way. One of my favorite tips, for staying on track with exercise is to find a friend to make an exercise goal with. A perfect example would be sign up for a one-mile walk or a 5K race with a pal. That way you both feel accountable and you have a goal to work towards. But whatever you choose, be sure to start slow, set small realistic goals, and make sure you reward yourself all along um, so that you stay motivated. And good grief. I hope the Girls Guide to Diabetes.com is listening because Jessica Isler has a wealth of knowledge on this topic, and you can visit our Diva blog for more of that information. That was incredible. Neva, our final angel, do you recommend support groups to women with, living with diabetes? I most certainly do. As a matter of fact, here in Philadelphia, we actually have three, and we also have our Diva Club, which makes four. We have been doing support groups for some time now, and we find that people just, you know, just coming together, learning about what's new in diabetes, and just having someone who's living with the same issues, the same challenges that you are, seems to help in a lot of ways. So we highly recommend support groups. I love it. And I just want to tell people, I think support groups are, are great for people who are either newly diagnosed or have been living with diabetes 50 to 60 years. It's always about exchanging information, sharing your personal story, and realizing you're not in this alone. And that's what we're always striving to do at Divabetic. Straight ahead, it's time for Dining Out with a Dietitian. Welcome back. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! <laughs> Well, actually, we're going to jump into food face-off because that was Stan the announcer man's cousin, Vinny, doing that for me. So, Judy Wilcox, if you're on the phone, we are going to compare two similar food products from grocery store aisles and learn which one's a better option with the help of Judy, a registered dietitian. Judy, are you ready? I'm ready for the challenge, Max. All right. Today's food, uh, food aisle face-off is between bacon and sausage. Which one is the better choice? Well, no bones about it. 
both of them are probably an okay choice in moderation because if you think about it, uh, pork or turkey bacon or sausage packs a powerful punch of sodium, calories, fat, and cholesterol. Um, one ounce of bacon, depending, can pack 13 grams of fat, and 68% of pork bacon comes from fat. If you were going to pick pork bacon, I would suggest the center-cut pork bacon because it's closer to the bone, so it might be a little leaner. Turkey bacon is usually made from dark meat turkey, which also makes it a little higher in fat as we're working our way to our winner, which is chicken sausage. If you get some organic chicken sausage without nitrites, you're going to cut your sodium, you're going to cut your fat, you're going to still have a good flavor. But hands down, all three are probably a high-fat choice. So pick your poison, and if you're going to pick one, I'm going to pick the chicken sausage, because that's going to still give you a small amount of a delicious food that can satisfy your craving for that salty, sweet, and crunchy taste. All right, Judy. And Judy's got a knockout in the grocery aisle again next month in our food aisle face-off. So stay tuned, because right now we're going to be dining out with a dietitian. Hello, Jessica. Hello, Max. Tonight we're dining out in at one of my father's favorite restaurants for in celebration of Father's Day. We're going to go to Cracker Barrel Old Country Store where they pride themselves on giving everyone a warm welcome and a good meal at a fair price. <laughs> You're going to help our listeners with this dining out to become better eaters, not perfect eaters, to aim to become better eaters, not perfect eaters when they're ordering off the menu. So Stan and I both love to get the meatloaf dinner at uh, Old Country off their fancy fix-it menus. And when I order this, I get a choice of three country vegetables. So I thought it might be great for you to help me and the listeners choose two of the best sides from this list. My choices are turnip greens, coleslaw, steak fries, mashed potatoes, breaded fried okra, hash brown casserole, dumplings, whole kernel corn, Country green beans, sweet whole baby carrots, fried apples, macaroni and cheese, applesauce, and pinto beans. So what would be my best options with that? Woo, well, that's quite a list of fixins, and um, I guess we'll tackle the meatloaf another time. But when it comes to settling on your sides, I have three ideas I want you and Stan to remember. One, never double up on starches. Two, always double down on green. And three, keep it simple. Let's go back to number one. Never double up on starches. So here at Cracker Barrel, uh, our starch choices are things like mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, hash brown casserole. Uh, I think you said steak fries. We've also got pinto beans and corn. I'm going to want you to go with just one of those. And if you can make it one that is not made with lots of extra fat and sugar, that's going to be your best bet. So in this case, I'll go with the corn. Sure, okay. Corn or the pinto beans would have been the other choice I would have said. So that's good. Now you've got your starch. And since you've got a starch on the side, I'm, I'm going to really encourage you to not go with the corn muffin or biscuit that they, I think they also serve <laughs> with that fancy fixin's meal. Um, you know, if you can't stick it, stay away from the bread, then you may want to scratch the starch side altogether. Um, they do have applesauce, which could be an okay sub for the starch if you really don't want the, you know, if you really, really want the bread. So let's go with our tip number two. So we've 
not doubled up on starches. Number two, we're going to double down on our green or non-starchy vegetables. Judy can agree with me that we dietitians always like to encourage folks to use that plate, me plate method, which calls for filling half of your plate with non-starchy vegetables. So a Cracker Barrel, your choices are the carrots, turnip greens, or green beans. Um, so you would definitely go with, you know, I would suggest choosing two of those because I think you said you get three sides. So choose at least two of those non-starchy vegetables. The other thing I get, I, I, I get two sides. Oh, okay. Well, then if you've already chosen starch, then definitely go with, you know, one of those green vegetables um, or non-starchy vegetables, as we say. The other thing, if you don't like the turnip greens or carrots or green beans, Cracker Barrel will also sub in a side salad for you. Um, they'll do that as well, even though it doesn't say so, but they do say so on their website. And then the third thing would be, you know, keep it simple. And this goes for any place you're dining out, including here at Cracker Barrel. You know, there's no, I know I say this a lot, but there's no reason to add lots of extra calories, fat, and sugar to your plate if you can choose not to. So, you know, remember, we're already having meatloaf. So steer clear of anything that's fried, in this case the fried okra or fried apples or french fries, um, and steer clear of things that are made with lots of extra fat and butter and cream cheese, things like that, like the mashed potatoes and mac and cheese and the hash brown casserole. You know, don't be afraid to ask for even the veg healthier vegetables to be made without added butter, salt, and sugar, too. So that, those are my three tips. <laughs> All right, you can read more about those in our e-newsletter, The Diva Wire. It comes out the first of the month. Please register at divabetic.org for more great tips from Jessica. Now, I'm ready to pass the boa. Hello, Diva. Oh, hello, Diva. It's time to pass the boa and show us your new attitude. Let's meet today's numerology game contestant. She's a real-life diva chef living with type 2 diabetes, Miss Angie from Philadelphia. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, Miss Angie. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fabulous. Now, I've had the opportunity of enjoying your fabulous food. We work together on a program at a faith-based church in your area. Tell our listeners a little bit about your amazing story. Well, I was uh, diagnosed with diabetes in 1994. Uh, at my worst, I was weighing over 350 pounds um, on five different insulins, a blood pressure medicine, cholesterol medicine, drinking, smoking cigarettes, doing drugs, just doing all the things that weren't really good for me. And I knew that if I didn't make my life my living, I wouldn't thrive or survive. So it's been a long journey and a long trek, and as I stand before you today, I am completely drug-free. I am thriving with diabetes type 2. I, I control it with exercise and how I eat. I tend to eat uh, more vegetarian-style meals, and I am a raw food chef, so that is my forte. So that is something that I concentrate when, on when I'm eating. So Congratulations on wow. all of that. Mm -hmm. I, I find it, it's incredible what you've been able to accomplish. How has the raw food diet affected your health? Well, one great thing about raw food is that you're eating food at, at its most optimum, at its most vibrancy, with vital nutrients and nutrient-dense foods. So, therefore, it has slower absorption into your system. You don't have a whole lot of fats that you need. You can use things like celery and lemon to salt your food, 
red peppers to sweeten your foods, garlic and herbs and spices to make them more savory. So it's like eating food at its its most optimum. And since it is packed full of enzymes, it takes less energy for your body to break it down. When you eat a lot of processed foods, your body has to work hard to break down the food because a lot of the things that are preservatives in it, your body is not even used to, and it has a hard time synthesizing it. So raw foods has helped to boost my immune system, and in a boosted immune system, viruses and colds and those things are hard to exist. And it it has really changed my whole outlook. Skin is brighter, my hair and nails, uh, my clarity and thinking. It is a, 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 a holistic approach. And if people wanted to see your cooking videos, they could go to YouTube and tell us how uh, we could see some of you in action. Absolutely. Um, it's always Ms. Angie's Foods for Life. Uh, there's about four or five videos on there. Also, they can friend me on Facebook. And they can see a lot of uh, pictures of classes and things that I do because I teach this. I teach in the Philadelphia school system, uh, targeting obesity and diabetes since, you know, I was a big, big, big girl. So, you know, my goal is to show people that it's a reachable goal. And if you give the body the right things and the right fuel, it will begin to acclimate itself and it will begin to dispel things that it doesn't want to carry because the body essentially wants to be healthy. It's all the lifestyle choices that we have made that are unhealthy choices that are keeping us trapped and imprisoned. I love it. Now, Angie, Miss Angie, yeah. are you ready to play diabetes numerology? Yeah. Are you ready? All right. Well, here's how it works. I'm going to read aloud a random blood sugar value along with a related situation. Then I'll ask you to tell us how you would deal with this situation. Next, the angels will discuss your solution and share tips for our listeners. Remember, if you're playing along with us tonight, please keep in mind that one solution doesn't work for everyone. Check with your doctor to find out what your specific game plan should be and visit divabetic.org for free downloads of our diabetes numerology game book. All right, Miss Angie, have you ever been called a princess? Because tonight your puzzle is loosely based on the Diva blog reader's favorite poll, the royal wedding of Princess Charles and Princess Diana. Your random blood sugar value tonight is 49, and your game situation is you're walking down the aisle ready to marry your prince, Two years later, after the birth of two children, you will unfortunately find out wants to dump you to marry a much older and unattractive woman who he's been sleeping with since the dawn of time. But that's another story. For right now, your your blood sugar is 49, and you're walking down the aisle ready to marry your prince. How would you deal with this situation? Well, uh, since I, if I am a diabetic, normally I would always make sure that I have something on me that is of a sugar value to raise my sugar. That could be a mint. Uh, a piece of candy, that would be something that would be easily tucked into a a wedding gown of some sort. Um, If that wasn't available, the next thing I would do would either look to my first lady or to my matron of honor and see that someone gives me some orange juice or something that is is whole, whole food, whole milk, you know, not a diet substitute, not necessarily a soda, 
Um, and it's always a good thing to keep in contact with your doctors because there are substances that you can take out here that are for diabetics for when your sugar drops low. And you should always have that as a preparatory kit with you. That would be my answer. Great. Angels, how did she do? Judy? I think she did pretty good. I think by hiding something in her wedding gown, she would be prepared for anything. Or even in her wedding bouquet, you could make like a secret slot and stick in some glucose gel or glucose tabs or kind of plan ahead. By planning a little bit ahead, you might already have somebody on board that might have that orange juice because during your wedding, you might have forgotten to eat. So it's very possible that you could have a low even if you weren't on medicine. Exactly. Great. Jessica, what do you have to add? Um, I think, yeah, I think everything that our, our diva mentioned was good. The one thing I might say to steer clear of is mentioning going to her um, bridesmaids for some whole milk. So be careful that you steer clear of those kinds of things that have some fat in there and stick with, like, the thing, other things that you were mentioning first, orange juice, soda, things of that nature. I love the idea of you know, bringing the bridal party in. That's what they're there for, right? They're there to kind of help you out through your day. And then, as Judy mentioned, too, the idea of planning ahead, you know, um, brides are, you know, infamous for focusing on, you know, all the things that they need to do for that day, get their hair done, do their makeup, all that stuff, and not focusing on taking care of themselves. And if you're a bride living with diabetes, absolutely, positively, we need to be focusing on that. So trying to avoid that low from happening by monitoring your blood sugar frequently throughout the morning, being sure that you schedule in time to eat, um, and then, you know, check that sugar before you start walking down the aisle so that we don't have, you know, passing out up at the altar, which would be um, not so good, especially at the Abbey. <laughs> and Neva, did you have any, Neva, did you have anything to add? Well, I like Judy's idea of putting something inside of your dress. I hadn't really thought about that, you know, carrying your glucose tabs. That's a very Absolutely. interesting idea. Yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was really a good idea. Well, great. And Miss Angie, for playing numerology with us tonight, you're going to receive a free subscription to Diabetes Health Magazine, a cabbage cheese giveaway card, and more fabulous prizes all in a diabetic tote bag. So thank you very much. Yay! Yay! And now the phone's ringing. You're on Diva Talk Radio. Hello. Hi, Max. It's Sue Perez. Hi, Sue. It's our fabulous professional makeup artist, <laughs> spokesmodel, and licensed anesthetician from New York City. Hello, Sue. How are Hi. you tonight? Hi. How are you? You've thank got... you so much for having me. Well, thank you for joining us and telling us uh, you're going to share a great tip for our listeners on summer shaving to help women get sexy, smooth summer legs. Yes. Well, you know, summer's here, so it's all about glowing, uh, beautiful skin, showing our skin, getting tanned. We're wearing less clothing right now, right? We're all, it's all about shorts and short skirts. So I'm going to give you some, some tips on how to get those beautiful, sexy legs. Um, a great way to do this is by shaving, and there's really two things that you need to use to get a great shave. The first thing is a really sharp razor, and the second thing is wet skin. So how do you do that? Well, you want to definitely be in the shower, and that's where a lot of women do their shaving. And like uh, Judy was saying, she said uh, when when you make time for yourself, a great way to do that is by taking a bath. So you want to get a nice sharp razor. You want to be uh, in the shower, um, and you definitely want to use a good one. One that I personally love is from Gillette. It's called the Venus Pro Skin. Um, it's very sharp. It stays sharp for ages, 
And you want to wait 20 minutes before you wake up in the morning if you like to shave earlier in the day because when you wake up, your body's more puffy. And uh, you definitely want to shave the night before if you're going to be going to the pool the next day or to the beach because uh, it causes less um, redness and, um, you know, the, the, the skin looks a lot better. So shaving is a great way to boost your tan. When you shave, you're getting rid of dead surface cells, and then you want to make sure that you moisturize. And moisture is definitely important on wet skin because water is a conduit. So when you put moisturizers on wet skin, they actually go a lot farther and they penetrate better. Uh, so that's what I, what I recommend for those uh, sexy legs. I also like to use shimmer powders, those same powders that we use for highlighting. You can use on your legs. And that will give you a nice glow. Thank you so much. And for more great tips on skin, go to SuePerez.com and visit her website or look at her on DivaBetic.org's Diva blog. Thank you, Sue. Thanks, Max. Now, now let's get some good advice on how to muddy your diabetes with Welcome to the show, Mama Rosemarie. Well, thank you, Max. I appreciate being here. And what's your tip today? Well, my tip is about exercise, taking in everybody's suggestion today. And I'm just going to tell you about um, my exercise. We all reach a plateau in our exercise lives at some stage. It just seems that nothing much extra happens. No more fat loss or muscle gain. One way to kickstart a stalled fitness engine is to switch up your exercise routines. Experts do say that our bodies respond better to variation in intensity and program. So why not choose to take your fitness routine outside for the summer, like I do? I'm getting ready to get into the pool and enjoy outdoor water aerobics. I find it's fun, it's social, and it's a great workout, even for a non-swimmer like me. Now, I know you really are not a non-swimmer because you raised four sons to all swim. Is this, were you ever scared about getting in the pool when you first I've, started? I uh, I've, have always been um, a little freaky cat about getting into the pool or any um, ocean or beach or anything like that, yes. But it was a little scary, but guess what? When I went to the pool, I had all these wonderful classmates, and they kept encouraging me, come in, come in. And little by little, I went a little farther. Now I am at a comfortable level, and I really love it. So if I can do it, so can others. And how long have you been taking water aerobics, Mom? Oh, I think I'm going on my fourth summer, at least, and I really enjoy it. Well, I love it. And, you know, in sunny California, I'm going to head to the beach right after this show. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. I'd like to share with my listeners now my diva inspiration for June. She made a vow to inspire a lifelong commitment. That's why I chose the queen of all media, Oprah Winfrey, as my diva inspiration for the wedding month of June. Over the past 25 years, Oprah has made her audiences blush like brides with numerous acts of kindness and generosity. Her talk show was the first, to, first one to place an emphasis on finding your true self rather than your true love in order to enjoy a lifetime of happiness. I can't imagine living happily ever after without her. So thank you, Oprah. You own a piece of all of our hearts, and we'll be tuning in to the OWN Network for her upcoming show in September. Now it's time for the phrase of the month. Visit DivaBetic's Facebook fan page, like us, and mention this phrase, 
Papa Don't Preach at the end of the month. That's an honor fan announcer, Man and Father's Day. If at the end of the month, we'll randomly select a Facebook fan and mention the phrase on our page, who, who mentions the phrase on our page to receive an official DivaBetic t-shirt. For more inspiration and information, go to DivaBetic.org. Remember, every diva has an entourage, and I'm so glad to be part of yours. Let's get happy and stay healthy together. Thanks for listening. Are you ready to dance with us, baby?